Hello and welcome to Horizon Radio. I'm your host, Colin Flynn. Today I'm joined by Mr. Sven Binder. Hello, my name is Sven Binder. I'm the Chief Manufacturing Officer for Send Moments for already five years now. And tell us about Send Moments. Send Moments is constantly on the move. And so since our founding in 2010, we have evolved from a pure car producer um, to a web print store with a wide range of photo prints and photo kits. So you will find us at the source of Germany in Munich, um, where most of our 130 employees from all over the world are located. Uh, another location in Bavaria for the production of books has been started this year. Can you tell us a little bit about the background of why you decided to expand into the book production business? Um, the book production business was always interesting for us, but um, normally we have done it externally with other corporations or other companies. Um, but from now on, um, sometimes you get stuck with especially when it comes to enhancement. So um, people really like um, to enhance products um, with foil or we even have um, products with laser. And um, it's very hard to, buy, to find a white label printer. You can provide all of these features and um, normally the discussion stacks in and the price of the product getting higher and higher. And this is why we decided to go on and to do our photo books by ourselves um, to have a future product that we can improve with every step and give the um, customers the opportunity to do whatever they want for their most emotional moments. So when it comes to photo book, the book in our company, it's not a one-time book. It's normally part of a journey. What starts with an invitation card um, or thank you card, whatever, and uh, it's normally the end of something like could be um, the, the best moments of your wedding or the best first year with your with your baby or whatever. So um, now we have it in all in our hands to do whatever we want with our machines and to enhance these moments. And especially having all of those capabilities in-house is going to give you the freedom, number one, to do all of those enhancements that your customers are looking for, but also it should help reduce your turnaround time, correct? Definitely, definitely. So um, we normally going faster and faster. And um, what is very important for us is always um, to get an overview where are our products. We have a lot of live system running uh, in, in our companies and even with no two different production sites located more than 100 kilometers in between. Um, we need machine systems and our own production workflow to keep everything an eye on. So especially um, to send it out as fast as possible because people are now expecting to get it as fast as possible. And normally a customer just have in mind that we have the pre-prepared calendar or card in our shelf, just have to take it out and send it to them. It's amazing to see how much consumer expectations have changed, even just over the past two or three years with the explosion in the e-commerce market as well. They're so used to the one-click buying. Our goal is always to keep an eye on the availability capacities. So we need to see how many books we can produce in a day. And normally I say it is like, like in soccer, um, don't fall behind. You always have to keep an eye. So if we lost a day or whatever, it's hard to get it back. So this is why we need our numbers to control to see are we just on track? Is everything fine? Is everything working? Because um, especially when, when people taking care of machines, maybe sometimes they get lost because they just try to want to fix something and it needs an hour or two and they don't ask for, for a second pair of hands to help them. But if we have an overview of numbers and see, okay, um, there's something 
not going perfectly in this part of production. Let's see if we can fix it if we move some people in or asking them the right question. So when you were looking at what equipment to put in for your book production line, what were the main things you were looking for in that new installation? What benchmarks did that did the equipment have to meet? Uh, more or less, we started to think about, okay, we was um, putting all these books back on our side. Um, what will be the, the starting target of, of books we will have? And there are a big finishing line that can do thousands of books on a day. Um, but we have normally a, a high variation of books and we, we like if some book had a damage or whatever, what we call inside, uh, internally a rework, it has to be done quite fast again and not like, ah, the next turn of that book is in hours or in the next shift or on the next day. Um, normally we do that turnaround within a day. So best case, the same book will be um, delivered on the next day level without any big issues because our machines are normally have a quick change over from one format to another format. This is what, what we had in, first in mind. And the other uh, very, very important thing is um, that we need data out of the machines. So what is running and to make a decision because if the, um, the format is already in the machine, maybe it makes sense now to do the rework within that run of that format um, to keep um, rework processes as small as possible. But if you have to go to the machine and ask the operator, okay, what you're doing, how long you will do it, um, that, that is an unnecessary step. If you can see it on, on side of kind of screen or even in your own system, it will help you um, just to make a better decision of, um, okay, what is the daily planning and keep everything on track. You're also an IceLink network user as well, which is going to allow you to see a lot of that data coming out of the machines on a dashboard. Yes, I think we were uh, the first uh, worldwide users IceLink in production. Um, it started um, last year um, just uh, with our smart slitters. Um, it, was, it was like a like test balloon to see, okay, is it very effective? Can we see something? And that's quite interesting because when it comes to smart slitter, we have so many different formats of cards. And um, normally you just have to note the counters in the morning or even at midday and send them by an email and then put it into an Excel file to get an overview to see, okay, combined of all the formats we have, um, that's what we can do in the normal shift. Then it's even harder to find out, okay, why maybe the combination of paper and machine or something maybe could cause an issue. And in all that experience, the positive experience we had out of this IceLink installation was part um, of the decision to buy the PUAR binder, just to know, okay, we get all the information live and on the screen, and uh, yeah, I think what we now have to do, we have bigger screens because of different production plans, more or less, we have dashboards for all machines because this is something what is more or less very, very important. Um, if a machine doesn't provide the data by an API or by a dashboard, it is quite harder to get the machine into our production flow because we need it and our uh, employees like to see it because it's um, it's also helped them okay where we are everything is fine and we go on with the day. It's interesting to hear that it's not just the people in the back room looking at the dashboard but it sounds like the operators are well as well are also very interested in seeing that data and tracking it themselves is that right? Definitely definitely there are a lot of people um, who even have it on the phone sometimes it's, it is even not necessary that you have from a central view um, always to push people to do okay look at here the number is not correct do something even people by themselves see okay that was a quite good day or even oh someone needs help on another part of the plan 
let's go over and see if we can help them. And I think this is quite important that you don't hide the numbers, that it's an open um, discussion about it and everybody who's interested in, if you own that machine, you're interested how good you are. People like to have that proof that say, okay, I was able to get this many books done, this many cards done this hour. Maybe I can do a little bit better the next hour or the next day. And it's kind of that gamification of exactly. the workflow, right? You, you just yeah. always want to lift that bar up a little bit more. You see that a lot with um, with uh, fitness apps as well now. If you have one of the Fitbits or on your Apple Watch, it gives you that reminder, hey, you just have five more steps to go until you break your new record. Exactly. So maybe the next innovation for Iceland is doing awards. <laughs> They're now uh, best shift of a month or like employee of the day or whatever. Um, I think it, it will help Okay, normally you just see paper went in and out and you don't have a real number about, okay, was it a good day or a bad day because there was so much to do. Um, but if you can see a, a, a really clear number or even some, some shards going on, on, on in green and see, okay, we're in the green spot, that's safe, that's good. And you go at home and say, yeah, it was a good day for me and our company. It gives you that sense of accomplishment. And the thing is, um, you, you should also use these data in a retrospective view. So whenever receiving this gun, we're talking about, okay, what was the most important day? And what did we do good on that day? Was it a combination of the shift? Are these people are working better together? Or sometimes what is always a secret from us doing maintenance. So we have always big maintenance slots in our production. So, um, and you see how effective the maintenance even uh, put the, the uptime. Uh, but now you can prove it. You can say, oh, you can see this where we skipped the maintenance for one day or even for two days and uh, the number's going down. And you say, okay, it makes more sense to put more maintenance or uh, to start with these kind of papers in the morning. So if you're using these data on a respective view, um, normally peak seasons, what we call it, getting even more relaxed because we can better handle our peaks and say, okay, yeah, that was good this year, um, but let's see why, why the numbers went down on there. Did we do something wrong or was it just the downtime of the machine? And then you every time getting better. And even sometimes we have uh, employees in here say, okay, this was the peak season. It was a little bit stressy like normal because Christmas is always stressy for everybody, but they say, oh, it's interesting to see that we're getting better every year by using our numbers to get more um, production skills on the machine, better planning. You, you mentioned the maintenance. Are you using the scheduled maintenance feature available yeah. with IceLink at the moment? So um, it was a little bit uh, difficult to see how we do it with, with, with the smart slitters because we already have a routine um, on our smart slitters and then to have these old routine on papers and whatever to put in a digital way um, was quite interesting. Um, but especially now with the new pure, uh, pure air binder, it's, 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 it's easier. And even sometimes you need more and different maintenance routine routines. And I like to have it um, even online and even to send it by, by email or whatever on a, on a weekly basis to see, okay, did they really check it? Um, is it really done? Because yeah, like, like I talked before, especially when there is a peak season, sometimes production say, ah, let's, let's keep the maintenance where it is and just print because it's where we're earning money. But they don't take a look at the numbers. And when it's digital and even people have to fill in their name, it gets personal. And if someone has to fill in their name and not only making a check mark, it is, it is a real maintenance. And if you have it in digital, it is much better than to put it on paper and it's somewhere if you want to look at it. So we really like um, to have it where it is. And I think even for the future, 
we see more improvements um, to get even like a result. Okay, why we always have issues with this part? Um, because we change it as many times. Because if you normally um, order in spare parts, sometimes you get lost. Okay, I did it uh, two months ago and, and, and the other person did it also two months ago. And if you don't write it down, you will not see it. But if you have it online and in overview, you see, okay, there's something with a knife, why? Can we fix it or can we to talk to the vendor? And uh, out of these, normally, there's a very good step into the room to improve everything. Uh, we've heard from people in the past that, you know, our operator is not very good with technology. We're not sure they're going to be able to work with the system. And then we always say to them, uh, what is your operator doing on their lunch break? They're going onto their smartphone. They're playing around on there. If they can use a smartphone, they're going to be able to use our IceLink system. It's not rocket science. No, um, what we like is um, that even like if, if you work on one horizon machine, it's normally quite easy to go to another horizon machine because it looks from the software, it looks very similar. So and even if, 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 if people starting in, on a smaller machine like a smart, smart slitter and went over to our other production plant where we have now a smart stacker, they said, okay, that looks similar. Uh, let's try to start the machine and see uh, if we can run them. They don't know everything like, um, like the final step that you have to do, um, but it helps us to bring people from one machine, maybe even um, to, the, to the biggest machine we have out of the, this family. And this is quite nice um, to see that Horizon doesn't break with it, like making a, another software for a smaller machine and then for the, for the bigger machine, it has to be more complex. It's always more or less the same start button, um, the same overview. Um, this will help people definitely to grow in our company. It helps cut down on the training time when you have new people coming in, because you can just use that one small machine, the smart slitter, or for our RD4055 rotary die cutter. And if they can learn the basics from there, then afterwards it just cuts down on all the training time later on as they improve. Can you tell us what machines you installed and how the installation went? Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Um, so we started in the first weeks of this year to install it and it's already running. So we are live with our production. So only in two months, I think, um, we bring everything from printing up to the final steps of binding running. So um, we have a BQ500, also the, the newest version and the HD 1000 um, knife trimmer, um, like a very small compact line. Everything is just one step to the next. So even from the printing machine, you can see the, the pure air binder and um, people just can talk about, okay, did you do it correctly? Just move it over. Um, and it was a very good and fast installation now um, that we, we have everything in one, one step. So it's not like that you, um, that you have just one big printing um, facility with a hole and then you just move it over to the other people who normally do the, the book binding. All of these internally in our production is combined and normally even the printers are able to do the book binding just to see, okay, well, what we, did we do wrong? Did we have to change anything uh, by printing to make it easier. For, um, for the pure airbinder. How many people do you usually have running the bookbinding line? Is it just one person there, or do you have multiple people there? Yeah, so more or less you can you can run with, with one person uh, at, at a shift. But um, normally we have more than one um, person running around, especially when it comes to post-press production. And, and like I mentioned before, um, we also have a smart slitter and a stacker next to it. So, and uh, if someone just starts in here on, on the slitter, they always keep an eye, okay, this is a bigger machine. It could be interesting for me. And then they sneaking around and see, okay, hmm, it, it looks like 
the same just to, to, to pushing the button and then normally the, they are very interested in also to learn that. And if someone is, uh, is not in for a day, it's quite easy for us to change over uh, in the post-production. It's not like that we just have one for the pure air binder and if he's on holiday or ill, we're getting into real issues because it's, all the machines are, are quite near and everybody is, is working together with, with someone else. So we are a, a, a team where we do just a rotary on, on, on a normal study. So you, you mentioned the soccer metaphor earlier, so it's almost like everybody is capable of performing at multiple positions. Definitely. <laughs> I, I also have to say thank you for uh, saying soccer instead of football because I'm American, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's been the most surprising big hit item for you? Um, I think it's 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 two um, products. So one was like um, confetti. So we do personalizing confetti. <laughs> uh, that was something like like an internal joke because we saw it somewhere else in the world and say that's interesting. How can they do it? Um, let's let's test it. That was one thing. And, and the other it, thing is, is is that taking the cuttings from the smart slitter and just you know packaging that and sending it off to the customers. Is that how you're making the? Confetti? No, we're doing with a rotary die cutting. We do it with oh. a rotary die cutting and we send it over to the Customers, um, customers really, really like it. Um, um, more or less, even to put it in an envelope or put it on the table, because it's quite nice if you're sitting on a table and you just mention, okay, what is this? You turn it around and you see, okay, two different sides. One is with a photo, one and the other. I know, happy birthday or whatever. And um, I think the other thing is with with, uh, with the laser. Again, what is very important is, is the design. It's not only providing the technology. You need some people in the back who have a good feeling of design. And even, this is the hardest part maybe, but it helps that it came from advertising to explain even designers, okay, what, what is the, the possibilities of the production? What is the die cuttings doing? What, what we can do with books? Is there anything new that we can do in combination? And then we have um, to talk about it. And everything in here is um, fully automated. So there will be not like someone is taking care of the data, whatever kind of machine it is. It just came in and it has to be working. Sven, do you have anything that you want to tell our listeners at home about Send Moments, maybe about where they can learn more about your company? Um, let's have a final thought from you. Just check our web shop, go to sendmoments.de. So we are normally just sending out uh, in Europe, basically in Germany. Um, but if you get uh, any kind of, of ideas for what we're doing, just check the website. There will be always something new. And um, if someone is interesting to visit us, to have a talk to us, just call us in any kind of, 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 of way. So it is always interesting for us to talk to other people, how they think, if they have anything new for us uh, from around the world, it would be interesting. Okay, Sven, well, thank you very much for taking time to talk to me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye.